What are you doing? Shh. What are you doing? Shh. I'm, I'm listening to the world's lies. Hey, welcome to Summer Book Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin, joined by our pastor, Joey Rumble, and we're breaking down Craig's message, Lessons from David, part two. Yeah, part uh, two. And so it was an awesome message. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, a great job, Craig. Man, he, man, he brings the word. And I, I just want you to know, he lives it. He walks it out. He's a man of integrity. And I think that really flows through, you can really tell that as he brings the word. Yeah, no, I, it's... There's always something to get from his messages, really deep stuff. Um, so uh, excited to dig in. So we want to help on this podcast to not just hear the word, but apply it to your life. So let's think about how to apply each of these steps together. So lesson one was, like David, we want to hear the world's lies and act accordingly. What I want to ask you, is there any, being the pastor of the church, is there any of the world's lies you feel like we're not that some of our congregation is listening to that we got to Oh man, status stuff, uh, getting in debt to, uh, you know, feel like I have to have this or, uh, have your kids involved with a gazillion things Mm -hmm. where you just have no margin in your life. I mean, it's, those are big ones right off the bat. Yeah, no, I think those are huge of the, the, just, Keeping up with the Joneses, working yourself to death, trying to have so much stuff, but you have no quality family yeah. time because you're just going, going, doing, doing, and and never just being. Yeah, and world's lies is in that, oh, I'm not good enough, but they are. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Yeah. God's made each of us unique. Mm-hmm. And that material things are ultimately what's going to make us happy and satisfy us. Yeah. yeah that's definitely yeah. a big one. Uh, that's a big one. There's others too, but that's a big one. Cool. Let's keep going. Um, so with those lies, you got to take action against those lies is lesson number two. Yeah. And I, I think that's clearly you, you got to identify the false belief, the lie, and then replace it with God's word and making sure that you have other people in your life that love you and love God to help you with that. Yeah. And that's a shout out to Freedom Conference. That's what we just yes. did at Freedom. Man, if you haven't been a Freedom Group, that's the whole thing, man. Uh, it's recognizing those lies in your life, digging them out and replacing them with the truth of, of God's word. And then the big conference at the end, which is awesome. Yeah, and that's huge because it hits both the freedom conference. The freedom, it's a small group where you find healing one another as you're sharing. And then the large group gathering uh, where you really pray an intercessory prayer over people. It's like the both best of both worlds. So speaking of this, I led Next, Next Steps this past Sunday. And it was just awesome, like a big group, maybe like 17 or so people in there, and just really cool. Uh, if you haven't been Next Steps, definitely a great step for you. Um, but in there, there's this guy named Stephen uh, who just got saved here at the church about six months ago. And he was in there, and uh, he, he was at, he went to Freedom Group, jumped in, went to Freedom Conference, and he was sharing the Next Steps that this was probably one of the best decisions he has ever made in his life. Uh, being part of freedom. And this guy wow. just saved. He's so f- on fire, excited to grow uh, closer to God. And it was just so, so cool here. Isn't that story. exciting? Yeah. And I mean, we just keep hearing these stories. We got all kinds of uh, five or six people getting baptized Sunday. Praise uh, God. And it, it's like every time we have a baptism, we got a bunch of people to b- get baptized or uh, come know the Lord, walking with Jesus. So it's awesome. Speaking of that, we got Christmas Eve. Uh, this year it's on Sunday, so it's one. It's going to be at 11, 1, and 3. So different times this year because it's on Sunday. 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and 3 o'clock for Christmas Eve. And then we got the women's Christmas event that Wednesday night, December 6th, which you can 
sign up online, Church Center app. But man, super pumped about Christmas uh, season coming. Oh, I love Christmas. Such a great time to invite people to church. So, so fun. Cool. So uh, lesson three, ignore the naysayers and find those that will uh, support you. Mm. Um, and that was referencing, I think, Eliab, his oldest brother there, was yeah. a naysayer saying, you're just being an ignoring little brother. Go back home with the sheep, basically. Yeah. And, and he turned around, turned, didn't listen to him, and at brought up the matter to someone else. What did Beth say? You said Craig's wife said something on that, I think. On the... the that that she's, Maybe you said this or Jenny said this or something, that Beth said um, that she should just, when people... Or in tough conversations, so she's like, "Excuse me," and just walk out. Yeah. Just kind of how David did. Yeah, yeah. You get, you cannot listen to the naysayers. You got to listen to what the Lord says, and that's so true. That so David chose not to listen to the lies of Goliath, and uh, took action against those lies. And now we're finding those that will support us. It's huge. It's huge. Oh, good. Uh, lesson four. Be obedient to God's calling in your life. And I think this was, uh, he was referencing here of um, the king, King Saul, wanted him to wear all his armor and stuff like that. And he's like, this this doesn't fit for me. And he's talking about a lot of people are, are being obedient to God's call in their life, but they're trying to do it a different way than the way God would want them to do it. And, and so uh, that was just eye-opening for me. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's huge that what drove home for me there, because that was one of my big takeaways, is... Do not let anyone else talk you out of God's will for your life. Like you listen to the Lord. Not, and I've been reading in my devotion time a lot about don't have a fear of man, pleasing people. It, but, and you need people in your life. You need them investing in you. That's how discipleship happens. But when God's called you to do something, make sure you are living for an audience and one for the Lord. And uh, don't listen to the naysayers. It's big. It's good. Lesson five, remember uh, God is in control and that nothing can stop his will in your life. Yeah, that's huge. Just continue to remember. Even if people try to stop it, you're not going to stop. They ain't going to keep the Lord from doing what he's going to do in your life. Just stay obedient to what he calls you to do. Yeah, no one can stop God. And so as long as you just stay obedient to God and do what he tells you to do, you don't have to worry. You know, when things are out, you do what you can control and don't worry about the things you can't control. Just stay obedient and, yeah. and see what God's going to do. Yeah, so as you're listening to this Takeaway podcast after listening to the message that Craig preached, remember, listen, man, be encouraged. God is leading you. God's going to direct you. Um, and, and just keep your eyes on Jesus, not what other people are saying or trying to keep you from fulfilling God's will for your life. Um, interesting little thing. I've been watching YouTube shorts on slings thinking about david and i was watching these guys using slingshots those things are deadly man like they can really zip some slings yeah. like it's cra- it makes sense that uh this could have knocked out goliath um, yeah. uh, for sure and then uh it's talked about david had a sling and a staff mm-hmm. that david um goliath said he came out to him with a stick and there's actually a thing called a, a shepherd sling and it could have been maybe even that that david yeah. used not the normal slingshot so oh interesting, interesting yeah and my thing he grabbed five stones and for me, my opinion is he came prepared if he missed. And I'm sure he was quite confident he wouldn't with killing the lion and the bear and very, being very accurate. But I love that he came prepared that if he misses, he's going he's gonna to 
finish him off. I think I heard some like uh, pastors say that it was like one other stone for all the other giants yeah. out there. Or something yeah, like it, which is cool. I don't buy that one. <laughs> I buy that he came prepared. That is as good as he is at that. Uh, if I miss, we gonna bring, take another shot. There we go. That's good. Uh, lesson six: One weak area of your life can unravel several strong areas. Ooh, yeah, man. Dakota, our worship leader, really said that. That just drove home with so many people. It, it's true. You gotta. Uh, and for David, it was uh, marrying multiple women and and made him uh, vulnerable. Uh, sinning against the Lord by doing that, but uh, vulnerable to the attacks and his sexuality in that area, and that became his downfall. Yeah, talking about hearing the lies of our culture, whew, that's a big one. Um, that one man and one woman for one lifetime is not the way to do it. Um, and believing those lies is uh, definitely, and, and falling to lust and sexual immorality is a definitely a big one uh, to fight against, to walk in purity, because one weak area can unravel several strong areas in your life. Yeah, so, and it could be, you know, uh, uh, eating. It could be, it could be um, your finances. It could be uh, your temper. I mean, you could be, I mean, multiple areas, that one area that could be just such a snare that it it infests all the other areas. Dakota made that point of the scripture that we've shared. Uh, a, a foothold can become a stronghold, but this way of one weak area of your life can unravel numerous strong areas, I, I believe helps capture this principle so strongly for my personal life. Mm-hmm. And... um. And God even commands in in the law for the kings not to have multiple wives. Correct. And, and so he wasn't listening to God in that area there. Right. So. And, and, yeah, it's huge. So. Okay. Lesson number seven. Where, um, unless you can find your sufficiency in God, too much will never be enough. Yeah. I think that's so good. Um, there's like the whole... Uh, godliness and contentment is great gain. Like just being satisfied in God and and just the little things, the the, the shirt on your back and having enough food. Like if you got that and you got God, you got everything. You yeah. Know? So go back to lie number one is so uh, important that the the lies of the uh, world are that you need this much, you know. And so, man, Jimbo Fisher is a great example of this. They fire Texas A and M fired Jimbo Fisher, and he's got a buyout clause of seventy six million dollars. Texas A and M for multiple till two thousand thirty two is going to be paying him seven million dollars a year. It's like uh, seventeen right off the bat, and then seven million a year to get another coach. I mean, what is enough? You know, it's like, I mean, I mean, that just, that just brings it to a whole nother level that they're paying a coach that's not even coaching. And we, we mentioned the Freedom Conference. One of the people that came up to me at Freedom Conference uh, told me that um, an, an adult in their life told them that you would have never amount to anything, that you, you're always going to be a nobody. And so they said from that, they feel like they always buy a lot of stuff, mm. part of just to feel like, that to prove that they they came to something, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I just feel like uh, that's you got to recognize why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. so that's good. Lesson eight. You got to. Um, there's the salvation that's in Christ, the new birth that's in Christ, the Holy Spirit, and that makes us a man or woman after God's own heart. Yeah, that's huge. 
I, I love how he brought it home to, you know, it's about Christ and, and giving your heart to the Lord. And the big key difference he pointed out between King Saul and King David, they both blew it big time. But the big piece is David had the conviction and didn't put off his sin, but he really owned it with the help of the accountability of Nathan um, and was a genuine repentance of his sin and not uh, acting like it was no big deal. Mm -hmm. It's huge. It's huge. So uh, my my takeaways, be, uh, be obedient to God's call in my life and one weak area of your life can unravel numerous strong areas. Really don't. Don't look at your life, oh, I got all these areas going well, but this one area you just live in compromise. So it was just a reminder again to don't allow, don't justify any weak area in your life. And so that was big. And um, also, um, uh, what was yours? Yeah, I, I feel like this is important, especially when you got a message like this with like so many, like eight great points. Um, did we just pick one or two? And for me, it was, it's that one weak area can arrive with many strong areas for an application. I just regularly do a checkup of myself to like evaluate myself. How am I doing in these areas? Because if you don't recognize it, you won't be able to fight against it. Yeah, it's huge, huge. And uh, speaking of that, we're continuing Long Live the King. Uh, this week, I'm going to be preaching a message that I have had on my heart to preach for five years to share that changed my life, impacted me in a huge way. And it's out of 2 Samuel. So I cannot wait uh, to dive in this Sunday. It is going to be tremendous day, I believe, of God moving in people's lives. Wow. I'm excited to hear it. And we got baptism. Oh, good Sunday. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening, church. Uh, what's your takeaway? What's God speaking to you? It's walking it together. God bless you. Have a good week.